This, this, this is Jolly Rogers and Touchdown with Casey Hudson and Kaylee Mizell. Casey, we have we have to have like an extended news and notes portion because there is a lot of news going on with the Bucks, and I think we should start with the most surprising of all news stories, which is that do what the goody news. Yeah, it's good news. Well, but it's like off the field stuff. So I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm wondering if even you know. I feel like this is kind of low-key under the radar. Blaine Gabbert helped oh rescue God. a family after their helicopter crashed in the bay. Yeah, on Davis Island. I just, yeah. just saw that. Just saw it. Like. So wild. Yeah. Well, first of all, like hats off to him having that, you know that thrive mentality of going and rescuing people because you don't know what you're going to see when something like that happens, first of all. And like, let's put this out there. Luckily, like the family is safe. Um, they're they're They were rescued. They're safe. They're fine. Um, obviously it was like a pretty traumatic experience, like going down in a helicopter in the Bay. Um, and like the one guy was like literally like trapped in like the helicopter and he was like struggling to get out and the pilot and his parents escaped. Like it was the pilot, this, these, this kid's parents and then him and the parents and the pilot escaped. And then he was the last one in there and he was underwater for about a minute before he was able to like escape from the inside of the helicopter and get out. And then there were like a bunch of boats around. Blaine Gabbert was on one of the boats that was around and went and like helped, you know, pick up some of the family members and the pilot and make sure, you know, and like TGH is right there. So I'm sure they got like shepherded right over to the hospital, make sure they're safe and everything. But like what a traumatic experience. And then Blaine Gabbert just like be like, what a small world. And like, A, so happy the family is safe. B, kudos to you, Blaine. Like under pressure, like what, like reacting in a situation like that, like flight or yeah. fight taking mode. Like the fact that you're able, you know, that you didn't panic. You came in, you rescued, you helped. Right. You know, like this family, this man. That so cool. Great. Um, yeah. So it's um, just oh so God. wild. So this happened like Thursday. This happened just yesterday, yesterday, like evening. Right. Um, goodness. Oh my gosh. That's terrifying. But you, like you said, like for him to have the response that he did in the response time, I mean, it could have the game accidents like that can change in a moment. And especially Ooh. they're already kind of being like trapped inside and stuff. Like knowing that somebody's at least on the outside trying to help you get out. I think that at least gives you that much more of a survival in- instinct and, and ability to kind of, hang in there a little bit longer but that's terrifying first of all coming out of the sky like that and then all of a sudden you find out you're being rescued by Blaine Gabbert one of Tampa Bay's most you know hostess with the mostest the backup QB yeah. with the best hair and as other people say best thighs guys that's not my take that's that's literally other men's take of Tampa Bay um uh. but very very great it doesn't surprise me too much though because Gabbert comes from like a very stealth family, like family, family, 
Um, I think he's like one of four boys too. So I think that just that ability to come in and, and command a situation is very like second nature to him. And, you know, if I was his wife and his daughter, I'm like, God, my husband and my dad is a superhero. That's fantastic. Yeah. So cool. Um, and gr great news. Again, the family is safe. Blaine Gabbert is good. Like uh, the, the, like they were, I guess, supposed to like the, the family that the parents and the son were, they were all supposed to go out for dinner. Um, they like canceled their dinner reservations. They were like, this was traumatic. And the guy said, I'm just going to go home and um, order some sushi and drink all of the bourbon. I think that was his exact quote. I'm going to drink all of the bourbon. So I hope that he had a great night with sushi and bourbon and with his parents and they were able to recount and like appreciate, you know, I feel like those moments really just make you appreciate life and that you have yeah. life um, because that would be such a scary moment. But Casey, that's not the only good news. There was some other really good news a lot of positive from practice on Wednesday. Mm -hmm. Ryan Jensen in shoulder pads for the <laughs> first time in five months. What a sight to see. I know. Big Red is back. And no, that's not just the bring it on reference. That's the fact that one of the most important humans on this roster can now at least be on the field. Mm -hmm. And I know a lot of us are hoping that even his presence alone is going to set a different tone because Big Red doesn't play. Ryan Jensen mm -hmm. is there in so many ways. Um, so being able to suit up, not that he wasn't out there when he was, you know, injured, but still now being there, being able to put on the pads and take reps with his guys again, like it's like going to war. Like, I think it sets a whole different tone here. So a big positive and crucially important for these guys. Yeah. And, and that's, you know, so just to like give a little bit more information. So Todd Bowles did specifically say that we're not going to see Ryan Jensen on Sunday. Um, however, the fact that we're seeing him in shoulder pads is a really good thing. And it's kind of what I said. I said that we'll probably see him in pads sometime in December. Mm -hmm. And then probably a few weeks after we see him in pads, we'll see him on the field. So that looks like maybe he would be returning in time for maybe next week's game. If not, you know, depending on what the playoffs look like, mm -hmm. um, because Casey, these next two games are essentially playoff like games. They're play in games. You know, if you play well in this game and you win, then like it can be all is yours. You have the, the own, your own ability to take care of the future. Um, and I think that this team because there have been so many injuries, um, seeing some guys get back into the swing of things, I think is going to be highly motivating for the rest of this team because not just Ryan Jensen, but Donovan Smith. Um, we saw him on Wednesday. Tristan Wirfs mm -hmm. was, you know, coming out and had, you know, both of them had some limited um, practice time. Wirfs said, I feel fantastic and I am going regardless. I'm going to be good. So yeah. he is ready to be in. He's ready to get back on the field and to go for it this weekend. Um, and yeah, I, I think generally speaking, it feels very positive mm -hmm. that guys are able to practice. They're able to get out on the field. Um, I, I, yeah, I don't want to like get too ahead of myself, Casey. <laughs> no. But I but I think like there's a lot of positive vibes 
coming yeah. from the Tampa Bay Bucks right now, especially coming into, you know, some pretty important games in, considering their season and, and where they're at. Yeah, wildly enough, it's the most crucial. They they these are the most crucial games of the season at they this are. point. Who would have thought Panthers and Falcons, if you were talking oh about goodness. this situation week three, it would have been like, okay, no brainer. They're already in for playoffs. And now it's hanging by a thread. And um, like you said, a lot of positives that should obviously help project this team in the right direction and kind of get them on board in a, in a bigger way. It's not that they haven't been on board. We know that they hate losing. We know that it's been hard for them to rally and, and pull back together, but they still just haven't been able to sequence anything together to be consistent enough within the positivity to make it count on the field. So big red's got to be a big one. Hopefully uh, some limited reps between two key offensive linemen. And yes, regardless of Donovan Smith's penalty situation, he's still a more suitable candidate in that role than, you know, your third, fourth string guys that have to step in there and whom also have collected injuries that'll put them out. So it's almost like a do or die moment now. Donovan Smith's got to be able to show up. Tristan Worf's got to be able to show up. Um, to continue to add the positivity, Kaylee, Carl Nassib is limited this yep. week. We saw how, you know, crucial it was with him not being in there. It was already bad enough to lose Shaq Barrett uh, a couple months ago. You got to have Anthony Nelson and Carl Nassib healthy and able to come off the edges there. So great to see that. Um, Nelson just had that illness earlier in the week, but he fully participated yesterday. Nassib should be fine to maybe upgrade past limited today. We're hoping the only thing that's been questionable is Carl and Davis not participating at all yet this week with a shoulder injury. Um, we saw him have quite a bit of a game. And I'd say that he's showed up in crucial moments. He's had some blown coverages, but he showed up and bounced back in crucial moments the last couple of games. So mm -hmm. this would obviously be, you know, a tough blow if Carlton Davis cannot go versus this Panther team that the Bucks lost to 21 to three last time. Is it time for us to go there, Kaylee? Oof. Wait, well, did you already mention um, Jamel Dean? Because that uh, was the yeah. other because he had like a little bit of a toe thing and he has also been limited. So I would hope and expect to see him. But yeah, Casey, oof, 